What's up, everybody? Hey! <laughs> Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails! We're back around to it, 2023. Good to see everybody. I assume you're there. What, what, what? I forgot. What, what, what? I forgot. We're rolling. You went, oh, I fell! Where is she going? Alright, this just turned into a one-man show. I don't have any fun facts about the drink because that is her department. I've got it. She's coming. Coming in quick. <gasps> oh. And oh. she's out of batteries. You gotta get... <laughs> You gotta keep it oral. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> I played too hard with it. New Year's happened. A lot of stuff happened for the, the horn, my little horn. Oh, no. oh. Hey! <laughs> There we go. She back. Okay. That's what you went ready for. Oh yeah, I went ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm okay. so ready to get this one. Well, I'm Zenobia. I'm Jason. <laughs> and we're doing live What's camera up, cocktails, you guys. <laughs> where we pair amazing cocktails with amazing movies. I took a sip. I cheated. I already tasted it. It tastes fantastic. You have already had this drink before, so I'm sure. I'm an old man, like... This you know. is not the first. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm a little tired. All right. Well, then. But I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm <laughs> up. I'm not going to fall asleep. You know. We got you. I'll slap you. No. We I'll took a nap. I took a nap in preparation. So it's just a little like, I'm not tired. I got itis. We had ribs for dinner. We did. I ate ribs with this dude. Ribs and mashed potatoes. And some broccoli. It was Bob. delicious. Scarf it down. And so it's still, you know. All right. I got a happy belly. All right. Well, then let's. Let's drink. Let's go. Because I'm ready to drink. <laughs> what are we drinking? Tell them what movie we're watching. We are doing Grumpy Er Old Men, y'all. Part dose. We're coming back with part two. And I'm not disappointed because you know the Toasted Fisherman is my favorite drink. <laughs> it absolutely is your <laughs> favorite drink. I usually don't have to ask you what you're going to drink because Default. I, just, I just make it. Or I'll just be like, oh shit, dude, we're out of Amaretto. Like, what you want? Shit. <laughs> so. Since uh, we're out of Amaretto, that tells you guys how many Toasted Fishermen I've Yeah. <laughs> I just did an inventory of the bar. There is Amaretto. There's a little bit. There's a little bit. <laughs> so if you, want, if you want one, I don't know. Maybe you, after this. We'll after see. this. You we'll got see. ginger ale. You got Sprite. I got diet ginger ale. I'm not proud of it. Oh, we'll, we'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so in honor of doing grumpier old men, I thought that we would do an old man drink. Mm -hmm. The OG old man drink. Absolutely. The old fashioned. Yes. Okay, so I have made my fair share of fucking old fashions. At my job, we do make one called a maple old fashioned where we use maple whiskey okay. and we smoke it in like a smoke box. And so it has like that smoky taste to it very good mm, love it sexy but today we're just gonna keep it on a basic one so old-fashioned you're gonna need one sugar cube don't judge us you guys if you see the video on instagram 
we, we didn't have sugar coops. We know that that is what you're supposed to do, but we did what we could with what we had. And I usually do use a sugar cube, but I told myself if there was none here, I was going to simple syrup, which is good for, I would say, a home bartender because you won't have to spend all that time trying to get that sugar to mm-hmm. mix in there. Mm-hmm. So, so you can use one sugar cube or one-fourth ounce of simple syrup, which is what we did today. Sugar cube, man. This is crazy. <laughs> and then you use uh, three dashes of bitters, and we do. We have the Free Brother uh, Brothers bitters. Free Brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we have two ounces of bourbon or rye whiskey. Uh, I went to the liquor store, mm-hmm. and this is the only bourbon that they had. So I got that Jim Beam. So we drink a Jim Beam, which is like every. You know, little bit. all your favorite men. All your favorite Jim, men. Jack, Johnny, Jose. Who else? I don't remember. All of them from our uh, our Phantom episode. Our, Phantom, our first <laughs> Phantom episode. Maybe. We still. We should just do it. We should redo. We should, it. We should redo it. I, I probably still have the notes. If y'all don't know, that was our test episode before we started the podcast. We wanted to pick a movie to see if we could just do it. Yeah, and we could. We and made, we did. We made it happen. So we're like, if we could make this movie happen. <laughs> Coyote ugly, if we can make coyote ugly happen, we can make anything happen. Okay, so after you do that, you're gonna put one big ice cube in it. We have the whiskey balls. Whiskey balls. You got a whiskey cube. Smashy has a whiskey something ball. You got a whiskey heart. heart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whiskey veins. And so, what you're gonna do is what I do is I put it in a shaker and I do the two ounces of the bourbon. And then I put the bitters in there and the sugar cube or the simple syrup. If it's a sugar cube, you're going to muddle it and also put a little bit of soda water in there to help dilute that uh, sugar for you. Mm. Um, then you're going to mix it for about 30 seconds so you can get it nice and cold because the water and the whiskey ratio should be a good ratio so that it semi-dilutes it so it's not so strong like in your face. And then you're going to peel orange peel and you're going to twist it over the glass and you're going to put a cherry in it, and that, my friends, is the old-fashioned. And you timed it out perfectly. I think the water consistency is, like, right where it's supposed to be. Boom. Now that we're trying our first drink. Yes, cheers. Cheers! cheers. Oh, yeah, smash it in the motherfucking face. It comes smashly. Okay. That'll play. Mm. And that, my friends, is an old-fashioned. Now, it kind of sounds like you wouldn't like it if you're not into the strong drinks, but, like, give it a try. Give it a try. It's good. Worst case scenario, throw an extra cherry in there. Yeah. Oh, I have some some scenarios for you. I'm gonna t- I'm about to tell you the horror story, my friends. Because yeah. I'm 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 that bitch who can't handle the strong drinks and wants the the fruit and the sodas in them. I do like to muddle my cherries in there. I know that is not Ooh. something that people don't do a lot of. I like to do it, but that that's just my preference. Yeah. I like it to so like. Just a hint of sweetness. Yes. Okay, so you ready for some history? What are we doing? On the old-fashioned? On the old motherfucking fashion. Okay. Okay, old-fashioned. It is considered the first cocktail. Ever? Ever. What? Yeah, we're drinking, like, first-generation cocktail. No shit. We are. So in, like... About 1806, mm-hmm. it said that the old fashioned was made. Notice she said 1806. 1806. That's how you know this bitch is an old ass bitch. Cause she horse ate. and buggy day. Yeah, yes. 
Dude. No electricity, okay? No running water. And you know what else they didn't really have? Except if you were Toilets? Rich? Yes. <laughs> but I'm talking about for the cocktail. Oh. Ice. No ice. Ice. So originally, it would have been all that I just said, minus the big ass ice cube. Jeez. That's like that Back to the Future when they give Doc that tiny little shot and it knocks him out in part mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Fire water. That's why they fire call it water. fire water. Yeah, you don't get no ice. It's just room temp. Mm. So when it first came out, it wasn't called the old fashioned because you can't call something old if it ain't old yet. It was that new fashion. It was just <laughs> called a cocktail. Really? Yeah. So you would be like, let me get a whiskey cocktail. Let me get a gin cocktail. Let me get a rum cocktail or whatever, vodka. Mm. Whatever your spirit is, cocktail. Nice. And so at that time, a a cocktail contained a spirit. So in our case, some bourbon, sugar, and bitters. So they had bitters in 1806. Mm -hmm. Okay. So literally... Everybody was bitter back then. You see the pictures back then? Everybody's got a sour face. No one's happy. Everyone's bitter. Smile. I fucking dare you. <laughs> Everyone's bitter. Except the people who drank these. Times were rough. They were rough. They were raw, okay? You don't know nothing about these streets. <laughs> there was no socks. There was <laughs> So, yeah. So, they had these cocktails. Just the spirit, sugar, and bitters. Basically, exactly what we're drinking right now. Nice. So, around 1870s is when things started to change up a little bit. We started getting... It took them 64 years? You started getting fancy, you know, liqueurs and shit. Okay. So, like, people had, like, curacao, absinthe, maraschino, like, these that things... French shit. Yeah, these things <laughs> hit the market, and bartenders was like, oh, shit, we can, like, step mm-hmm. our game Start up. Start playing with some things. And so they started playing with some things. Exactly. And so... Once they started changing things up, a cocktail just kind of been was known as just like a drink that had like a spirit and a random other shit. You know, yeah. So you go to the bar and be like, let me get a cocktail. What do you want in it? What do you want? If you came to a bar right now and asked me for a cocktail, I'd be like, okay. It wasn't, let me get a martini. You know, let yeah. me get a red eye. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let me get a toast of fisherman. Nah, none of that shit. So. I still go to bars and people don't know what a toast of fisherman is. You gotta make sure, before you ask for it, peep out, make sure they got the amaretto, because you yeah. don't want to be sad. Hey, bartender, you know how to make a toasted fisherman? What's that? She did. If someone asked me, I would, like, cry. and be like, yes, bitch, I do know. And I know really well how to make it. I got you. <laughs> and so, yeah, once they got all their fancy liqueurs and shit, they made fancy cocktails. But the legend goes that one day this grumpy old man, I didn't even write that in there. In the article I read, it said grumpy old man. He was like, Speak for yourself. He was a grumpy old, like, bourbon distiller. Okay. And he walked into this club in Louisville and he was like, Look, I want a whiskey cocktail, but the old fashioned way. Nice. And the bartender literally was like, Okay, so you just want. An old fashioned Yeah, the bourbon, the bitters, the sugar. And he, you know, knowing that this old man just wanted the basics, you know, like spruced it up a little bit and he put some ice in that bitch. And it went off from there. Everybody fucking loved it. it an old fashioned for the gentleman at the bar. For the gentleman at the bar. I like that. Yeah, and so that is kind of how 
it got his name is because of this old grumpy old man who's like, I'm tired of that fancy shit you're doing with that absence over there. Let me just get it the old fashioned way. Nice. And so during and after Prohibition started, they started doing what we would call a fruit salad, which would be more of like your style of a fruit salad? Yes. That's what they called it? They call it a fruit salad because, Damn. okay, think of it this way. Let me get an old-fashioned, extra fancy. It's like <laughs> 1929, and you can't get the finest liquor. You getting it from the crazy-eyed Joe down the street mm-hmm. who makes it in his bathtub, and half his family's blind now, and, you know, <laughs> it tastes like shit. You know, yeah. like... That's that's what you're getting. Or if you're lucky, you're, you can get some smuggled in from like Canada or something. Mm-hmm. But other than that, bitch, you're drinking some bathtub gin. Mm-hmm. And so what they would do is, is when they would start muddling in the oranges and the cherries and the, like lemons, and they would muddle in a fruit salad into it so that it would kind of mask the taste of your very shitty whiskey. I see. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So then, when we got the good whiskey back, we didn't have to. We didn't have to do that. We didn't have to muddle it, but we did it so long that it was like part of the drink. Yeah. So, like, like I'm saying, this this drink, I mean, has been through so many different phases yeah. of like how they're doing it. There's like gin ones that you can make. Like I said, you can make it with any spirit. It doesn't really have to be whiskey. I mean, but that is just like the standard. Would you be down to try it the old fashioned way, where it's just the whiskey, the bitters? No ice. No. You lost me at ice. <laughs> like, I need the ice. <laughs> Definitely. And I need the sugar. And the sugar. But they had sugar. Like, that was still that was still a thing. I know, it's just, but it's you just said no the, before I even got to the sugar. <laughs> it's just, no, I need the ice. I can't do it just warm. It sounds gross. <laughs> so, by this time, you know, the 60s is still pretty popular. But, like, 1960s. We're, mm. we're in the 1900s now. The I mean, the we're in the two, two, we're in the twentieth century. It's still okay, sixty years ago. Yeah, we're still in the twentieth century, and people were drinking it around the sixties, fifties, and sixties. Yeah, around the seventies. All those fly boys. Not so much. We were more into tropical drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, vodka became a thing, and whiskey kind of faded out a little bit. Rum Beach became boys. more of a thing. Um, we had just way more options of liquor and cocktails Dude. than we did. And so it just kind of fell out of fashion through the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. But thankfully, in the aughts, it was brought back. In the aughts. Right? In the 2000s? In the aughts. Yeah. Thank you, crazy stupid love, Uh for making the old-fashioned famous again. (laughs) No. We're going to thank Mad Men. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. not only did Mad Men bring us John Hamm. But it also brought back the old-fashioned baby. Sure. And I know I had no clue what an old-fashioned was until, like, I watched the show. And I was like, what the fuck are you drinking? And I Googled it. And I went to, like, my friend's house. And he had a party. And he was like, I'll show you how to make an old-fashioned. And I was like, what? The Don Draper? (laughs) And so, and now, but at that time, after... You know, all those decades of people not really ordering old fashioned. Sure. The bartenders were more trained on like 1980s and 1990 bartending and really didn't know they how had to, to f- make. Learn how to do it to again. To go back to. And it. now people like pride themselves mm-hmm. on it. I pride myself. I think I make pretty good ones. Yeah. See these dudes with their like aprons. Oh, they're like, their yeah, the black aprons with the leather. They got the packets and with all the. Beard that's for fashion, not for warmth. <laughs> not for warmth. 
They're looking really They can't chop a tree to save their life. I don't need a tree chopped. I can go to the store and get some wood. (laughs) But yeah, so they had to learn because I believe that they were more on the idea of making more of a fruit salad Mm old-fashioned than actually letting the whiskey speak for itself, which is now something that people want. We are in the renaissance of drinks and crafted drinks are becoming such a big thing. So Mm -hmm. that is a little bit about the first cocktail in our great country. It's a big ass drink. The old fashioned. (laughs) (laughs) It's good though. It kind of grabs you by your boo boo, don't it? (laughs) 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 Oh shit. That's a good drink. That's that's a really good drink. Her story on that old motherfucking fashion, man. Mm-hmm. It's so good. That'll play. Mm-hmm. I like it very much. Okay. Mm. Grumpy old man. Let's get it. Are you ready? You love these sequels. I was going to say, like, we did two sequels back to back. Oh, we did. And I'm in love. Good for us. Yes. This one picks up, I like to think, like, six months after the other one left off. Not even that. Because well, basically, it's it, no longer winter. It is. You were correct. It is six months. It's six months. Because John says that. She's like, how long have you been married? How long have you been married? Six months next week. And he's like, it's be six yeah, months in right. a week. It is six so months. So it's literally six months it's after the really six months. One. Yeah, he does say that. And so the ice is melted. Mm-hmm. Michigan is looking green and beautiful. Are they supposed to be in Michigan? Sorry, Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, my, fault. Like, my fault. I thought they were in Minnesota. I mix them up. I'm wearing my Wisconsin shirt because I hey. know that there's a rivalry there. Oh. <laughs> That's just like causing chaos. Okay. But also because I don't have any Minnesota stuff. What do I look like with Minnesota? So I've never even been there. What do you want me to wear? Mighty Ducks? Is that there? Yeah, that one's out there. I don't remember. And I just watched that one. It starts. It's in Minnesota. <laughs> okay. Um... So but yes, we got the the old band is back. Get back together. And I will say something right now. Mm. Within the main cast, five either won or nominated Oscar winners. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. You got like murderer's row of the old timey actors we got some in this talent. movie. Some talent link. Mm-hmm. But we can start with our director. But we're, what? But can we start with the completely made up drinking game. Yes, yes. You it's not gonna take me too long to get back to your, yeah. your rhythm. <laughs> yes, we can. I was waiting. Yes, we can. Oh, yes, we can. Okay, so here we go with the drinking game. You gonna take one sip? Mm-hmm. With Already on it. Putts or dickhead? It said. <laughs> Morning, dickhead. All right. Butts, where are they biting? More than butts. Oh wait, no, no, that's part one. He's like, you want the lottery? <laughs> this one, he's riding up in the in the boat. Hey, dickhead! Hey, hey, hey dickhead! Turn that radio down. You're scaring all the fish away. It's like I'm stuck, dickhead, during the like. <laughs> hey, dickhead! I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they use those two quite often. Absolutely, they do. Those are, the, those are their names. I do like... I know. I do like in the outtakes where he's like, you putz, he's like... You're still a putz. That's my line. Okay, that's my line. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like all that. <laughs> so, you what know... What happened? <laughs> I 
farted. I farted, and, and I'm, I'm afraid, afraid to move. move. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You're gonna take a sip when someone says an Italian word. Mmm. Does Rigetti count? That's her last name. Yeah, yeah that Maria counts. Rigetti. Yeah, that counts. So when Ariel's got her, she fancies up uh, when she's calling her when she's chasing after her down the street. Maria. Maria Reggetti. Reggetti. I know, she has such a great little accent uh-huh. with it. How you know my name? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the mom, half her lines mm-hmm. are fucking in Italian. Mm-hmm. Well, her name is Maria too, right? Maria Francesca Reggetti. I like, oh, I like where he's like learning Italian. He's like, a buongiorno with the Buongiorno, signora. Buonasera. Buonasera. Buonasera, signore. Buonasera, signore. Arrivederci. Yo-ho there, ma. Arrivederci. Arrivederci, signorina. Arrivederci, signorina. He's like singing it in some way. He's like, hey, arrivederci, signorina. Yeah, that's what he's like. up in your Italian there, Pop? Nah, I just want to cuss her out in her own language. language. I think she's a lesbian anyway. You've never seen a lesbian. Did too. Saw him on Geraldo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old people. <laughs> Do the outtakes count? Yes. Okay, because Burgess Meredith says a whole lot of them. Why don't we come back to my place? <laughs> I'll show you my cannelloni. How about my man-sized manicotti? What do you say we go back to my place and I'll show you my spicy, peppy pepperoni? What do you say we go back to my house and I'll show you my man-sized manicotti? Beautiful. Why don't you come to my place? I'll show you my beefy bologna. Huh? No? How would you like my bony macaroni? Or my fatty alfredo? Or my hard salami? I got them all. I got them all. I got them all. I love that. (laughs) And he just walks away. I got them all. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Yes, those do count. I'll take this part of the movie to me. Absolutely. You are going to take a sip when someone pulls a prank. Yes. So this counts at her jumping. Yeah. The, the sauce on You like there. Italian food, Mr. Gustafson? You like Italian, Mr. Gustafson? Yeah, well, well, yeah, I guess so. Why? Hey, allora. Buon appetito. Yeah. Oh! Oh! Arrivederci, boys. He's like, yeah. sure. Why? What? <laughs> this counts as um, them putting up the caution tape around. Oh, or, my God. Or changing and she's cussing them out in Italian. Yep. That's a, double, that's a double drink right there. <laughs> yeah. Where they change the paint from Ops. red to yellow. Mm-hmm. All of that. Any any of their, their pranks. And their pranks on each other, too. As in, like... So cutting the net and Lucky the in the limo. Lucky in the limo, I'll count that one. Mm-hmm. Uh him, <laughs> him detaching his motor to Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab the net. You cut the net, you jackass. Grab the anchor. Just drop the anchor. You cut the, the anchor, anchor, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. That's a devil did. also. That's a prank and a dickhead. 
I mean, that's pretty fucked up. Like, an engine costs way more than a fucking anchor and a... And a <laughs> True, but he said the gloves are off. The gloves are off. Right? And he also said, if you die, I'm taking your motor. I'm taking your motor, <laughs> so don't you die, because that's mine. And no one will fight him for it. They'll be like, you, you deserve it. Absolutely. <laughs> you had to be his neighbor for a million years. So you're going to take a simp when they say ox or nag. <gasps> ox. Nag. Nag. <laughs> she went, oof, ox. He's just like so cute. So yeah. not the outtake? Ox. Jesus Christ. Why the don't you look where you're going there? I was like, Jesus Christ, why don't you watch where the fuck you're going? Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> And even when they get married, they say it to each other, which is like, oh, that's, now it's your pet names for each other. You're going to take a sip when someone is fishing. You know how to do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. And dude, I, Maria can fish. Maria had a whole She's, gang of fucking fish. Dude, how'd you do? I showed you mine. Now you show me yours. He's like, it's not the oh, size. Oh, the fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the size. Are we, are we talking about still talking fish? about your fish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my spaghetti. Yeah, so anytime they're fishing, this is when they they catch uh, the fish hunter. Catfish hunter. Yeah, you know. She smiled. And he's like, "See, I told you he smiled." <laughs> I totally told him. He's like, he, "I told you he smiled." <laughs> um, so yeah, so anytime that they're fishing, which is their favorite pastime, mm-hmm. besides fucking with each other, literally, that's all they do. <laughs> When we get old, they drink, they fuck with each other, and they fish. That's gonna be us. I've never been fishing. I mean, minus the fishing, I don't know what our fishing would be. But we'll drink. We'll uh, pranks on each other. We'll pranks on each other. Absolutely. And we're gonna live next door to each other. I'm gonna put styro, uh, not styrofoam, saran wrap on your toilet seat. (gasps) (laughs) That's cold. And then in the middle of the night, I'm gonna try to go, and I'll have to clean all that shit up. And I'll be like, Jason! <laughs> well, if you do, then I'm going to put the sheets on you. No, I'm going to put the sheets on you. <laughs> How you like that? <laughs> I'm going to assume it was me. I'm old as shit. <laughs> this is going to be great. I'm going to ask myself, did I put on a diaper? Did I put some muscle? <laughs> is it raining? Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, so anytime you're uh, baby fishing... Okay. You're going to take a sip when someone is singing... Some singing. So there, okay. from my memory, there's three. There's three. There's where Pop sings Dream a Little Dream of Me to oh, his great grandmother. So sweet. Shining bright above you. Light breezes seem to whisper, I love you. Birds singing in the sycamore tree. Dream a little dream of me. Uh, where Max is singing Maria Maria Okay. So when Max is doing that Maria I just met a girl named Maria and suddenly I see she's not the bitch I thought she'd be Maria Oh Maria Maria And also this is very short but when they're on their way to the Wedding, he's just like, Get me to the church on time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get me to the church on time. Don't sing that. Yeah, you know, so like any of those, we're gonna, we're gonna have that. Okay, I'm already feeling good about that. Yeah, take them steps. Mm-hmm. You gonna take a step 
when Pops is drinking, smoking, or talking about bacon. Or there's, there's something with bacon with anything with bacon. And with he's snapping in the grocery store. Pick me up a pack of camels. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, he th- he throws like two packs of bacon in the car uh-huh. and asks for his cigarettes. He's constantly. Mm-hmm. I do. Love so if y'all don't know, Pops does not follow health recommendations, and he talks shit on the flat belly doctors. They tell him to do all the stuff, but he outlives him. He's like exactly. 96. And he thinks yeah. that God has forgotten about him, which I feel like I would too if I was so, that age. I'd be like, I don't think he realizes I'm still here. Sometimes I think God <laughs> forgot about me. Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah. So I wake up and I eat five strips of bacon. He's like, yeah, and, and for lunch, every morning, I wake up and I smoke a cigarette and then I eat five strips of bacon. And for lunch, I eat a bacon sandwich and for a midday snack, bacon, bacon, a whole damn plate. And I usually drink my dinner. I have a bacon sandwich Mm -hmm. and for a midday snack, a whole bacon, a whole goddamn plate. And I usually drink Drink my my dinner. If that is all I have to do, I'm going to live a long-ass time, because I eat shit tons of bacon. You never heard that little kid? Bacon is good for me. It is good. <laughs> for everything. I'm packing my bags. <laughs> I do love that uh, John, like, pretty much every time he sees his dad, is, like, handing him a beer. Yeah, he's always, he's taking care of him. That definitely feels Hand like a beer. Like, I can't drink no. without giving him... Like, picking up some bacon. <laughs> just picking up a pack of camels. Giving yeah, smoke, yeah. You know, what, the, what the hell is this? Uh, it's, it's light beer. Ariel's got me on a diet. I'm 90 goddamn pounds. What the hell am I supposed to do with this phone? Yeah, with this phone. <laughs> so, you don't take a sip when someone kisses someone. Ooh, okay. So there's... Everybody pretty much kisses everybody. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, Max doesn't kiss John, but... No... He does in the first one. Doesn't he give him, like, mouth to mouth? No. Oh, he almost does. He almost gives him. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, are you dead? He was like, no. But, but I don't want to die. Like in your ugly face. face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You stay right there. <laughs> so you're going to finish your drink. Oh. When Max meets Maria. Mm. He just met that girl, girl named, named Maria. Maria. And suddenly I find she's not the bitch I thought she'd be. <laughs> like, that is so great. He gets all surprised. Hi, my name's Goldman, Max Goldman. I'm, I live in the area here. Maria Sofia Colletta Raghetti. Ah, it's quite a name. Mm-hmm. Raghetti! Raghetti. Your spaghetti Raghetti's cousin. Rigetti! Yeah, let's go. Rigetti. You're Spaghetti Rigetti's cousin. See? Well, you, you don't look like Rigetti. Yeah. You know, he's big, fat, hairy, but you're not so fat. <laughs> but it's such a nice thing. You're smooth talker, Mr. Gustafson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, so when they meet, Mama's trying to beat him with a fucking roll. You should have let me whack him. I mean, he was all up in the wine. Okay, I understand. She's protective of the wine. I almost, I almost picked wine for her tonight. I almost picked a box of wine. Oh my god, that would have been so fun. <laughs> I was like, all right, we got to do that on a different. I was show. like, shit. If I... we do a box of wine, I'm getting 
Smash. I was like, should I get the white Zinfandel like box of wine that he fucking got? No, I was gonna keep it legit. We were doing it. We were doing it. We were gonna add. uh, Give me some red. Okay. I'll do a red. No, we were doing it, and we were doing. Does he bring a white? Yeah, he does. Really? I would have thought you'd have He's like, look, it's, Italian food. Got it, so he don't know nothing. He doesn't, you're right. He's never left this town. He don't know nothing. He thinks that Italian food is Chuck E. Cheese. She's <laughs> like, I don't know this, Mr. Yeah. Cheese. But. Yeah. Why are you going to go all the way out here for Italian when we got a Chuck E. Cheese right in town? See, he don't know. <laughs> He's so ass backwards. He thinks that's, that's Italian food. So, we going to finish our drink. Finish the drink. When Pops passes, oh, we know I had to do God. it. We got to pour one into it in your mouth for Pops. I mean, he went out the way he, he should go out. Yeah, he did. It's just, just peaceful, looking at his leg, mm-hmm. fishing. He had a beer in his hand. Like, mm-hmm. he was ready. He was ready. Yeah. He, I don't think he wanted to be here no more. He, he didn't. It's just, it, I'll talk about it afterward. But. So, yeah. Pour one out into your mouth for Pops. All right, B. It's like God remembered you, Pop. It's like God remembered you, Pop. Yeah, that gets me every time. Every fucking time. I'm, like, I'm getting did, choked up right now. He did remember you! Uh, oh, God. Okay, so you're going to finish your drink last time. Drinking games is supposed to be fun. It's for me. <laughs> you got to pour one out for the dead homie, okay? I'm not going to let Pop's death oh. be done in vain. We could have drank some shitty light beer. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're going to finish your drink when they finally make it to the church on time. Oh, So yeah. they're like, we're here, we're here. In their fucking in boots. The booth. He's like, What's in their the fisherman booth? booth. Wait, we're here. We're here, wait. To the boots. I'll explain later. I'll explain now. Where have you been? I've been holding this thing up for hours. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> I'll explain later. No, explain now. Like, <laughs> I have to hold this shit up. So yeah, you got anything to add to the drinking game? Mm. Let me see. Is there anything missing from this drinking game? Uh, yes. Oh shit. I have one thing. Give it to me. Well, how would I phrase it? Because you got to take a sip anytime that pops is being dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I almost put that. <laughs> because I was going to say anytime he's hitting on somebody, because he's hitting on her in the restaurant, he's hitting on her grocery in the store. grocery store, but it's it's not enough. So you got to just, anytime he's being dirty. That's you like know what I mean? everything. You mount the woman, son. <laughs> you mount her. Is that, I think that's the first one. That's the first one, but that's his like, motto for life. He, he was trying to... To mount her. And he did. he did. And he got her. I know. They're like, nobody had sex with anyone last night. Huh? Nobody slept with anybody last ah, night. Ah, finalmente. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Came out, kisses bae. Like, what time he came he, there? He sings out the door. <laughs> All right, well, then take another <laughs> take a sip for him singing. So that's my that's my contribution. Anytime Pops is being dirty. Because he's not dirty around his granddaughter. He's not. He's like the sweet. Oh, yeah. he is. Like, <laughs> he's I do joking like, around. Like he switches up uh, Goldilocks. That bedtime story is the best. <laughs> with a Remington semi-automatic with a scope and a hair trigger. <laughs> That's not how the song. That goes. was the end of the, the three, three bears. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, Grandpa. <laughs> what the 
the fuck? Yeah, he was dope. That's the grandpa I aspire to be. I mean, I aspire to torment children so that when they get older, they realize that I did it like 20 years down the line. That, I mean, that's my goal. He's hilarious. Don't worry about it. Kids swallow quarters all the time. Yeah, like this girl is If not, she craps out two dimes and a nickel, then, then you, you can, can start worrying. Yeah. <laughs> you got a beer in his hand in that one, too. Uh-huh. Um, I mean... What are you having there, Pop? Yeah, bacon. <laughs> Get his bacon on. So, yeah, that's the completely made up drinking, drinking game. game. Uh, yes, I. <laughs> I said completely made up in a while. I be make, I'm trying to mix it up. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's completely made up and it's the motherfucking. Throwing me off. Yeah. I love it. Keep you on your toes, bitch. I am on my toes. I'm short. I'm always on my toes. <laughs> I just made it like. <laughs> Okay. His chair height is... <laughs> should, I, should I slouch It's on? not made for us common folks. <laughs> you ready for them stats? Give me the stats. All right, this movie dropped December 22nd, 1995. Christmas Baby. movie. This is another Christmas movie like the first one. It also came out in December. Okay. December of 19. 19- Nineteen ninety three. So yes. this will be its fucking thirtieth year. Damn. Since we have been introduced to these grumpy ass old men. Yeah. To Max and John. Max. So okay. So the budget for this movie twenty five million dollars. That's cheap for the cast that they got. Cheap. I knew there was going to be a nude scene. I do. I would I'd ask, ask for another million. million. <laughs> <laughs> but in today's money, it's more like forty six million dollars. It's over forty six mil. And it made worldwide $71 million, which today is over $132 million. Shit. So it made... That's a decent amount. It made its money back mm-hmm. times... Three times. Like three. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they good. Yeah. <laughs> like, they good. Yeah. So, um... You believe they didn't want to do a part three? I mean... I mean, they, they started writing it. They started writing it. I'm just saying, as a sequel bitch... That I am, I really don't see another sequel in this. If anything, if you didn't kill Pops off, there could have been, a, or Pops didn't pass. Him, yeah, exactly. Then I would see having a grumpy old man with him and uh, Maria's mama. Yeah, like that would have been fun to see that. Well, as I understand it, they were talking about going to Italy, and that uh, Maria's first wife was like not, oh, or first his first husband. husband? Excuse me said that their marriage was never officially annulled or divorced or whatever. It was not finalized and that he wanted his wife back. I um, mean... But he... Uh, they had somebody in mind for that. I can't remember his name, Italian guy. Uh, but he passed away. And that's why they stopped writing it. That's what happens when you get old fools, you know? Right. They're all borrowed time sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. And so, uh, I mean, I guess you could do it now, but... Nah. I, I, if you do one now, I want it with, like... Morgan Freeman and I was say they did that. It's called the bucket list. <laughs> You're so right because I was literally about to say Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I was literally about to be like those two. And you gotta that, wait till uh, and they were grumpy. You know what they gotta wait for? They gotta wait till Brad and Leo get old. <gasps> and then chasing after. Okay. 50 okay. 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 Watch. No, Brad. I need. If we're going to do it, I need, like, real comics. Brad and Leo are going to get old, and they're going to chase after Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, 
This drop. Actually, no, it's got to be younger than that for, you know, Leo. So. They, no, it's not Leo. They're going to change personal. that to Jenna Ortega. Watch. Not Leo. By then, personal. she'll be like 35. <laughs> That's still too old for Leo. It's too old for Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you, Leo, though. We love you, man. Um, You're my birthday buddy. Cheers. So, the Rotten Tomatoes, critics. 17%. Motherfuckers! I knew you were going to be mad. You, you know what? At this point, when critics shit on a movie, that tells me go see it. I mean, if this show has taught me anything, the critics don't know nothing. Nothing. <laughs> At least they don't know anything about what I like. What was I talking to you about earlier? I was second-guessing myself about my movie because I was receiving critiques from people who have not done this. The way that I've done it. I know. And I was like, you know what? I had to stop myself and say, don't listen to the white noise. You know the story that you're trying to tell. Tell a good story because this is not for the critics. It's not for the money people. It's for the fans who want to see the story. Fuck all that other shit and just laugh your way all the way to the bank. Like they did with $131 million. And I just want to say... Chase's movie pug is fucking awesome for what I've seen. Thank you. And the clip that you showed me Jeez. was fucking great. Right. And I mean, not that like, you know, I'm trying to toot my own horn like, mm, my brother made this movie. Like, no. I would tell you if something was like shitty. I'd be like, mm, well, that shot didn't really look. But like, yeah. and I saw what you were trying to do and I received it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that and that's why I showed you because you're going to give it to me straight. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to kiss your ass. You ain't Will Smith. I ain't kissing no one. Booty. And I don't give a shit what anybody says, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> you keep Will Smith's mouth out your mouth, name out your mouth, bitch. People just need to keep leave Will Smith alone. Leave him alone, okay? Said, leave what, Will alone. What does it say, Barbershop? I said, God damn it, leave Will Smith alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> we literally just turned off the Golden Globes. Yes, so, we did. So. <laughs> That is fresh, fresh in my head. That being said, congratulations to Eddie for that Cecil B. DeMille Award. I love Eddie. I love Eddie. Congratulations to all the Abbott bitches. Yes, we're going to see them tomorrow. I'm so happy. Yes, for y'all who don't know, uh, Smash Me and Mr. Jason here work on the set of Abbott Elementary. Yes, one we of do. the highly acclaimed shows that has come out in the past two years. Right. And so, uh, yeah. It is eight. Huge blessing to work on this show. I every mean, single day. before I even knew y'all bitches on it, I was like, this show is about to be the shit. <laughs> I trudged through a lot of projects. Not this one. No. No. I wake no. up and I'm ready to go. It seems like it, it's a great crew. Mm-hmm. Great, great crew. Crash, great great, great cast. Everybody's, there's no egos. Everybody's fantastic. I mean, it's I, such a pleasure to work I on. don't have new episodes of The Office or Parks and Rec or 30 Rock. But, bitch, I'm getting Abbott Elementary, so I'm happy. All right. Get ready. Keep watching. That show is amazing. Okay, so do you want to know what the audience said about uh, the grumpier old Mm -hmm. man? I'm curious about that. Audience, 62%. Versus 17, I'll take it. I mean, it's like night and day. Yeah. But the ZZ Fresh, though? Mm Mm-hmm. Honey, I think it's 100%. I think it's great. I think it's funny. I think it's greatly cast. Mm-hmm. I think that it is timeless. I think that it's still unofficial, like offensive here and to this day, the good Lord's year of 2023, where everything could 
back in the day, you're like, mm, this one, it's still no, great. It's fantastic. You've got a formula that has been working since the beginning of The Odd Couple. Yeah. Like, they wrote the book on opposite attract comedy. Every single show you know is a remake of The Odd Couple. That's true. You got The Wayne's Brother. You got mm-hmm. Two Broke Girls. You got mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother. You name it, they all stole from The Odd Couple. Sure. And who originated The Odd Couple? Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau. You've got a built-in guaranteed win. Just write the story, let the actors yeah. do what they do, and cash your check. Because it's coming. Because it's coming. Dude. Yes. Okay. Well, the ZZ Fresh though mm-hmm. is the best score around. What That's is the it? one that I trust. What is the the Jason the what's the what's the good Jason? I don't know. We'll, the, we'll the think J, about it. The, I've been drinking. The JJ Smash. What's the JJ Smash? No, that one. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna find it. But uh, my 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 stamp of approval for this one. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with this story, so I'm gonna give it a, you know a solid ninety five. Just that that five is only because I'm too drunk to get, thoroughly <laughs> find something wrong with it. So you're telling me that I need to make you another drink? Yes. <laughs> We're almost there. We're almost there for another drink. <laughs> yeah, this movie is just great. No, it's a home run. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is probably the one I watch the most. Mm. You know what? Me and my sequel. I love them both. I do love them both. Because I like uh, Chuck in the first one. But bitch... I'm not talking about sex, you dummies. It has Sophia Loren. Oh, she's so fine. So like, oh you know God. I can't. You know I can't. I just can't. I'm she sorry. is. We gonna get into her. We I get learned, into her. I learned so much. I'm so excited to talk about her. Good, because I'm not gonna talk about her too much. Uh, I'm gonna talk about her more in the movie, so you can throw that stuff out there. Yeah, and for the people who have not listen to all of our episodes, please go back and listen to our Grumpy Old Men And have a Toasted Fisherman while you do it, because that's my favorite drink. It is so much Jason's favorite drink that it is his signature drink Mm -hmm. at his upcoming wedding. (laughs) Yes, it is. I am not the bartender. I am the patron. If we didn't tell y'all in uh, the last episode, I'm marrying Smashley. Well, Smashley's marrying me. It's happening. October, bitch. Hope y'all, I hope to see y'all there. We're going to do a live. We're going to Mexico. <laughs> From the sweetheart's table. <laughs> that'd be fun. We'd be real drunk. Oh my God, that'd be so Yes. Mm-hmm. We're going, and you, you know your girl is a groomsmaid, which means I get We'll to- do the Mexican with uh, Julia Roberts and Brad Pitt. <laughs> I absolutely love that movie, so yeah, actually. That's a but you are idea. not allowed to throw a wallet at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on please maybe for the scene <laughs> I'm like I need props okay please yeah so why don't you break us off with our director Mr. Director Howard the duck nah, no no <laughs> <laughs> oh shucks that would be Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> oh that was it I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken no, no, no. Our director for this fantastic film is uh, not the original director of part one, which was Donald Petrie. We have Howie, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, whether it's Deutsch or Dutch, which is also a fantastic movie. Ed O'Neill. Dutch? Hell yeah. Yes, please. 
you are not allowed to shoot me in the ass when we do that movie. <laughs> Nothing burps better than bacon, bitch. <laughs> I need a shirt. That's maybe like this that. Thanksgiving. Maybe. Oh, that's what the Thanksgiving movie is So Howie, I'm going to call him Dutch, is our director for this one. And oh my God, he is a rock star. Okay. Pretty in Pink. Mm. The Great Outdoors. Oh. The Replacements. Oh. Some Kind of Wonderful. What? My Best Friend's Girl. Ooh. It's a new one. <laughs> and even now, he's working on that new show on uh, Hulu, uh, Will Trent. Oh. The one where Homeboy is a detective and he's yeah, got yeah. the little chihuahua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just directed a few episodes of that. Okay. So, check this out. Okay. He got this job from a recommendation of a friend of a friend. John Hughes. Oh, you you made it sound like it was just like some dude. Well, the friend of a friend was John Hughes. So. Yeah, the friend of a friend is a legend, who, a god who exactly. can say whatever he wants. The king of the eighties. Yeah. So John Hughes, even though he stopped directing, he was still uh, writing. He was still in the mix, giving people a heads yeah. up on shit. Yeah. So obviously they wanted Donald Petrie back, uh, but he decided not to do it after um, Richie Rich flopped. Okay. I love Richie Rich. I think it's a great movie. I'm just gonna say Macaulay Culkin. That is money fantastic. that he made, like five dollars of that was for me going to the movies to go see that. Right. If I, I tell it. you suck in the cheeks, you know what I'm talking about. I used to dream of having a McDonald's inside my house. Right? A roller coaster. Dude. Like a robot shit. Like I I wanted it all. So we should rewatch that. I, I mean, I haven't, wa- I haven't watched it in so long. But I love that movie. So hopefully Donald Petrie, no matter what the number is on Rotten Tomatoes or how much the box office made, your fans love the movie. Millennials, bitch, we grew up on that. Rich and Rich was a good ass movie. You got Macaulay. Our parents were broke. They just couldn't take us. That's all it was. You try to make me feel bad because I got the. Oh no! <laughs> I, I literally remember going to the movies to go see it. I was like. I wanted, cool yeah. I wanted to go see it. I wanted to go see it. Whatever, you saw it on uh, TNT. I saw it when, when it got to, <laughs> like, two years later. <laughs> uh, you had to watch it with commercials. It's but right. after that one, he decided to step away for a little bit. Uh, and that's why he didn't take the job. But they did offer it to him. Uh, so that being said, John Hughes was working with Walter Matthau on uh, Dennis the Menace. That's his movie? He wrote it. He did? He didn't direct it. He wrote it. And I love that fucking movie too. Uh-huh. Hey, Mr. Mr. Wilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking does like the little nose stuff. He's like, oh, faithful. Yeah. And he fucking yeah. puts the, the mouthwash in there. fucks with Walter Matthews oh. so much in that movie. Oh, that movie is so great. Um, and therefore, he recommended, because they were doing that uh, right before this. Or there was like one movie in between that uh, Walter Matthau did uh, where he played Albert Einstein. Oh, uh-huh. Uh, but, obviously, this was in pre-production. So, he made the recommendation from John Hughes' stamp of approval. They had the meeting, and lo and behold, Howie Dutch became our director. And knocked it out of the fucking park. I mean... As he always does, as you can tell. The Replacements is one of my favorite sports movies. It is one of your favorites. Oh, I love that movie. Keanu at his best. I am Keanu. <laughs> And I told you I met Orlando Jones uh, about a you month did. ago. You did. I haven't posted photos yet, but damn, I love that man. Literally, Jason's like, oh my God, guess who I got to meet? Mm-hmm. Like, he texts me. And you like, were the first person I text. Yes. I was like, what, bitch? I don't even He's know if I text Ashley. 
Who cares, man? I, I got stuck Love you, up. baby. <laughs> she cool, she cool. She, she I mean, cool. she kind of um, arranged the, the, the photo. It was like, I was talking about it the night before because I knew he was going to be on She's set. Like, I'm I was all excited and shit. So she talked to the prop master and told him to try and find a way to take a photo of me with Orlando. And then he calls me. I'm over there uh, on set working on some stuff. But it's kind of like a downtime, so I had a few minutes, and he's like, "Hey, can you come over here and give me a hand with some something real quick?" And Orlando is telling this story to everybody, like he is fantastic on set. The only problem is we don't get a lot done because everybody wants to listen sitting to his there stories. Like, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. You just sitting there, starry eyed, listening to these stories because the man has lived a life. But he prop master finds him in, and is like he whispers in Orlando's ear, and then he like kind of like guides me over to next to Orlando. I was like, oh, shit. My hair is all fucked up. I've been working for Bitch, you eight have, hours. you are Uncle Jesse. Your hair is perfect. But it wasn't, though. I'm sorry. I'm Take sorry. a picture with Orlando Jones. Come I'm on, now. <laughs> but it was a good day. Can I share what this story is? Just how, like, Smashley's in the building. I'm sorry. It's no, no, dive in, baby. You know how, like, the, you know how Warner Brothers lot has the tram tours? So Orlando just he was go he's being brought to his trailer and he just like jumped down in front of the tram like one of the tram tours on the Warner Brothers lot and just starts like dancing in front of the tram and the tram like had to stop. They brought the run him over. Yeah, and like all the guests on there were taking photos and videos and then we just hear the piano walk and they're like, um, literally he's just like in front of a tram dancing. Can someone round up him (laughs) and get him back in his trailer, please? He's a cool guy. He jumps off of golf carts. It is what that's what he does. Hey. They were trying to get him offset. He was wrapped and he was still telling stories. Hey man. And as he's heading off, uh, PA was like, uh, "Be careful behind you." He literally jumps off the moving golf cart. He's like, "How am I supposed to look behind me?" And like goes on this whole other rant, he but is, in such a graceful way. I would love to meet him. <laughs> that's awesome. Where was I? Replacements. That's how we got there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Howie Dutch knocked it out of the park. He did. Great director. Love all of his movies. I might have to check out Will Trent because he directed a couple episodes. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to do great outdoors. Like, Oh, yeah. I, just, I can't believe we haven't. We quote it and talk about it so much mm-hmm. in our life that I don't... We're picking our moment. We are picking our moment. We're going to move on to uh, top billing. All right. So the top billing in this movie has flip-flopped. Part one, top billing was Jack Lemmon. Yes. In this one, top billing is Walter Matthau. Well, I mean, Walter is the main... Story. Story. Exactly. But when the credits come on in the movies, that's not how it is. Is it Jack? Uh-huh. Oh, Interesting. Because after so, I read that, I saw that, I was like... I agents. They, I was like, I thought agents and managers fighting contracts. He still got top billing. He did. But so, not when the credits at the beginning. Opening not, credits. Yeah. Walter Matthau, also known as Max Goldman. Also known as Moron. Also known as... <laughs> Smartass. Dickhead. Ox. No, no, no. Jack Lemmon is dickhead. Oh, he calls him a dickhead too, doesn't he? No. No. I he, feel like he does. No. Okay. No. Jack Lemmon's the dickhead. Well, you know, he's, he's, he's got the face of a machina. <laughs> he does. He de- definitely looks like a, like a wrinkly old dog. Like he face. does. He really like does. Like a cartoon dog. Like, it's, it, it's adorable I mean, how ugly he is. <laughs> I mean, young him was better. 
<laughs> Dude. But when he was playing Felix, he was the ladies' man. But I mean, like, time. He's just really funny. And yeah. Like, oh, that he's just, that fantastic. Just, it doesn't matter. Like so. after he gets has sex and he comes out and he's like throwing the trash. And he's like, mm-hmm. I am the gangster of love. I am the Lothario of farts. So looking at him like, what the fuck? I am the thief of hearts. I am the gangster of love. Gangster, huh? Yeah. Well, tell me, was it more of a hold up than a stick up? Never mind that. <laughs> Even your infantile penis jokes seem charming and witty this morning, sir. Okay, Lothario, we gotta get to the Oktoberfest to meet the kids. Asamunu cuckoo lulu. Yeah. I think I liked you better before you were getting any. I think I liked you better when you weren't getting any. That's too much. <laughs> Even your slight. And he's, he's, I, I think that's a characterization that he's doing, because he doesn't normally talk with so much of a lisp. I feel like he was trying to do like Minnesota thing. A Minnesota thing. Okay. But he doesn't I've never heard him do an accent in my life. Yeah. I <laughs> he sounds like him no matter For life. Max Goldman it works. Yeah. It's like, you know, even when his son Jacob is asking like hey, what else do you know to make? Jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Everything is like at the bottom of his jaw. Yo. And I think it works. It's like, you evil tentrish! <laughs> yes. Ooh. <laughs> She's like, ooh, a restaurant, though. He's like, what? A restaurant? Every esh that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> Just as, like... That was a little Sean Connery-esque. Just a little, like, ooh! His noises, <laughs> his faces. When he, like, realizes shit, it's just... It's so, perfect. it's just so perfect. <laughs> I think this is one of his better performances as Max Goldman. I think it's fucking hilarious. Obviously, this is a play on the fact that they were the odd couple together. And they still are, to the end of their days. They were lifelong friends, and uh, they just they did ten movies in total together. You know, uh, As I understand it, this was number eight. Mm-hmm. So they did a couple more after this. They... Basically, listen to our Grumpy Old Man episode for mm-hmm. you to get all of the information. But they were lifelong friends who met in the early 60s mm-hmm. and became friends. I mean, they paid off each other's bookies. Oh, yeah. You know, they, I remember that story. They call each other, you know, mean names, kind of like what their characters do in this. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very But at joking. the end of the day, they're friends. Yeah. They didn't even really want to, at least Walter didn't really want to do the original grumpy old man because he just didn't see why like what the need for it I probably feel like he thought it was just just old people yeah odd couple which it is it is but you guys are the OGs so like absolutely it wouldn't work with anybody else no now that they've done it maybe but stop redoing stuff anyway yeah find a new story yeah that being said Walter Matthau Knocks it out of the park. Uh, his portrayal of Max Goldman is absolutely hilarious. There's not a word that comes out of his mouth that you don't want to laugh at. <laughs> now, this is uh, I got a fun fact for you. I got a fun fact. Yeah. So after filming the first one, uh, he got double pneumonia from all of that cold ass weather because it was in winter time. Oh shit. So, I mean, strongly believe that that is why this one is not set in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, it's hard to film in the snow. We have done plenty of movies that had to work in the snow, and it is a whole other 
It's a nightmare that you have to deal with. So your machines don't freeze and they work. Mm -hmm. Back in the day when they had film, that had to be at a certain temperature. Like a lot of things have to go in for winter movies to work. Fuck that. I don't ever want to make a winter movie. Also, just the snow in general. You have to watch where your crew is walking. Well, I mean, us as lifelong SoCal people... What, what the fuck we doing in snow? Like, what, what we, why are we filming a movie in snow? <laughs> I just came back from Wisconsin. I, oh. I did my first uh, snow shoveling experience. Don't get me wrong. I made the best of it. It was fun. I don't want to do it again. I mean, when I visit Wisconsin with you guys... It's going to be in the spring. <laughs> um, and if it so happens to be in the winter, I will watch you from the window uh, shovel that With shit. some hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. You better have some hot cocoa. Spiked, way spiked hot cocoa, bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, I don't really have many facts on them. I do love his character. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like his character is extremely relatable. Oh, yeah. To, like, generations of people. I mean, he is the only one that's left behind. Yeah, he's he's single. He's you single. Know? There's some really intimate moments in here where he's talking about his wife and the little things that she yeah, used to do. Or the cake or whatever. Yeah. Remember when you were a kid? Your mother baked that rhubarb pie for my birthday. She swelled up like a balloon. Broke out in hives. She didn't know she was allergic to rhubarb. Oh, she knew. She baked it anyway because she knew it was my favorite. And she was allergic to it, but she made it and eh, because she knew it that his it was favorite. his favorite. His Even his son didn't know. She thought that he she found out on the day. And like, no, no, she knew. She just knew it was my favorite. And he, he gave up eating it probably the moment he realized that that's what she was allergic to. Exactly. So she yeah. didn't want to do something nice. And he's like, what made you think of that? And he's like, what made you think of that, Pop? I don't know. I think about things like that all the time. I think of a lot of yeah. things like that. Because he's just like a lonely man yeah. who he looks over. His best frenemy is married to the woman he kind of wanted Two women that he wanted to be with. Sure. His son is getting married to the love of his life. His dad is boinking the old lady. You know, everybody around him is finding love except yep. him. Meanwhile, he's getting a pity invite for dinner at their yeah, house. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm good. I already made other plans. Well, yeah. to sit here underwear and watch TV. Like, yeah. pretty much that's all. But I mean, as a single person, I see myself in him. As in like, oh damn, everybody... Smashley and Jason are getting married? Fuck! Everybody in my life is married? Fuck! Well, you you are the like, third in this relationship. I do know that. that. Okay. I do know that. It's not you our know. fault you live in Marino Valley. It's not my fault that I don't have a person to spend my time with other than y'all. And so you just, you know... History. I gotta approve him. You know that. <laughs> yes. And you have high standards. But I'm just saying, like, to see that you could be an old-ass, grumpy-ass man. It's... Still bag fucking Sophia Loren. Oh my god! Like I don't know how. Because he's a smooth talker. He he, he straight up pulls his hair back. There's plenty of more where that came from, Mishragetti. I mean, I <laughs> the best part of his character that I like the most is when she just lays out like I've been married, bitch, five times, and you know I'm just like a loser in love, and he's just like, look, I'm honest, I'm loyal. And I know how to treat a lady. Like, mm-hmm. w- uh, what more do you want out yeah. of your old man? Like, like he, he leads in, like, I know I'm no 
great prize, yeah. but and in all honesty, like the but and what comes afterwards is the great prize. And he is literally those things. Mm-hmm. He is loyal. He is brutally honest. Mm-hmm. And he knows how to treat a lady. He makes them jelly he sandwiches and, and mystery cheese. stew. Mystery stew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got about two weeks leftovers over there. <laughs> Jelly sandwiches and mystery stew. Right. I'd be honored. (laughs) Dude, look at him. Like, him and uh, John have been enemies for their entire lives, but the second that John's in trouble, does he or does he not come to his aid every single time? I mean, they've known each other since they were like five. Right. I mean, he even says it like, I've known your old man longer than I know my own. Yeah. That means that his dad died years and years ago and I'm still knowing your dad because he's 90,000 years old. Mr. Gustafson. <laughs> right? And the first one where they're fighting. Drop that fish. And he yells at them, right? And they're like little boys again. Don't like, make me separate you two again. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, like their relationship. I was looking for a drink called Frenemies. Ooh. That was my initial one and I was going to make up a drink because I didn't really find anything but I, I thought I'd keep it classy with the old fashioned but mm, old fashioned is fantastic I literally I wanted, finished it I wanted it for me do you want another or are you gonna I'll do another one hey! we got a late call tomorrow <laughs> okay and while you're doing that I'm gonna jump into uh, our second billing Mr. Jack Lemon <laughs> also known as John Gustafson also Gustafson. known as Putz Yes, also known as Dickhead. <laughs> uh, moron. Now, Moron is jackass. Walter Matthau. Dickhead is uh, Jack Lemon. He's jackass. It's kind of like that scene in uh, The Last Boy Scout where Bruce Willis is like, he's Dickhead, I'm asshole. <laughs> so, in this one, Jack Lemon again comes back as John Gustafson. And, oh, damn it. I. He has become a happily married man in these six months. He does. He knows his wife is that artist at heart who wants to do the things, and so he's posing naked while she's sculpting his uh, little like uh, mold, mold of uh, what is it called, like that clay mold of him. I mean, like, <laughs> meanwhile, like, Walter Matthau's down uh, across the way, recording him without him knowing. I don't know why the hell I ever let you talk me into doing this. God, if Max could see me now, I'd never live it down. Would you relax? We're the only ones here. There's nobody here except you and me. Mm. And he's just sitting there sad and naked. She's like, nobody's here. It's just us. The fuck if they're not. If Max could see me now. My question (laughs) is... What a putz. (laughs) This old-ass man and him being able to, like, do technology. Mm. That's so... I mean, he's he's also single, you know, he, and so he's got to figure out stuff on his own. It ain't nothing, you know. He puts in a VHS, as you see. You right. It's, it's a not VHS. like you have to like get on the blue the Bluetooth. For those like, of you who don't know, a yeah. VHS is what we used back in the eighties and nineties oh. before DVDs became a thing. It's something that you find in thrift stores and Salvation <laughs> They're usually like fifty cents. Yeah, they're played on a machine called a VCR. <laughs> yes. And you had to be kind and rewind. Yes, you did. Otherwise, you got charged. You took a charge. At a place called Blockbuster Video. Wow, what a difference. <laughs> Blockbuster was a place that was shut down by Netflix. <laughs> it really 
really was. It really was. Before then, it was a place to hang out on Friday night before you were over 18. This is very true. When you had nothing to do, let's just go to Blockbuster and try to Dude, that's what everybody did. And you made fun of the friend that showed up with their parents. That was me, but my dad is cool. And he would Your like, dad is cool. He would rent us the movies that, like, we'd be like, Dad. What y'all trying to do? You trying to see Rated R? Oh, you okay, I got you. Yeah, he'd be like, you want Scarface? Okay. <laughs> yeah, my dad's the coolest. Right. So, I love Jack Lemmon's character. I love how he takes care of his pop. Um, he's such a great person. He may not have a lot of money, but he's the same as uh, Walter Matthau. He's loyal. He is has a good moral compass, you know. I love that he spends his days with his daughter, with his wife, with his granddaughter, and with his father. That's all he does. That's all he does. You know, he doesn't, he goes fishing, you know, but if he's going fishing, it's normally with his pop. Yeah. You know, Uh, he doesn't, he's not selfish in his choices. Um, He's not, you know, going off and having some other hobbies like, like she don't involve his family. Cheating on his wife? No, he doesn't go with gambling. He's not hitting on ch- chicks. Oh, thank you. I got a little drunk hiccup, but you Cheers. know. Mm. Mm. And they, something that we forgot to mention, they are in a truce right now because their children are getting married to each other. I mean, that was the olive branch that, like, we sharing grandkids and shit. Exactly. Like, you know, like, like, all right. So, Max, John, our kids are getting married. We got to team up. And they're like spearheading their marriage. Or not their marriage, but their wedding. Which is and the doing word. like the shittiest planning. Yes. How? They got a polka band to play at Okay, one. That is like you saying, you know what? Sonobia, I got your band. We're doing this hard metal band. It's going to be at your wedding. Like, I'd be very upset. Or you might ask, it is it is it an '80s cover band first? But if it's metal, I don't want. I don't care if it's '80s metal. I don't what if it's it. hair? That would be more hair, yeah. Right, and they got the tight spandex and the. But we you know, would be the only ones the who care. Like David Lee Roth. <laughs> yeah, as long as you throw some prints in there, I guess I'm down. Oh, <laughs> then I am down. Um, but like. I would be very pissed off if you mm-hmm. had my cake that had me fishing, which is something neither one of us do. Oh, my God. And you put... In the frosting, we spell out, Melanie has landed herself another husband. That Melanie's got... Oh, she caught herself another husband. Yeah, that's that, just hilarious. And that character, I don't know her name, but her accent is... It brings such joy to my heart every time I hear her. I like what she's pissed at the end. Right. She's like, I'm done playing. Like, not, I've played all the songs. all the songs. He's now, like, please, 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 please. For the final touch, yeah, no. John the came surprise. up with this one all himself. Look. We put the groom down here. No. Then we put the hook, and the bride is up top no. with the fishing pole. And in the top, we write, Melanie has landed herself another husband. Yeah. Mm, no, that's not... <laughs> Bringing yeah, up, that's what we bringing want to up my past. Let's balls. celebrate that this is my second marriage. Yeah, that's not the, not, not what I want. But <laughs> I ain't get no cherries in this one. Did you eat the cherry? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got you. But yeah, cherries in the drink and no mayonnaise. In, that's all right. No mayonnaise in the chicken sandwich. That's all. In the chicken sandwich. <laughs> we are. We are on an Eddie mood. 
He's um, winning awards, and we're quoting movies. And his characterization is fantastic. Oh, so we also did Dolomite him, is his name. We did do Dolomite. Okay. We put our weight on it. Put your weight on it! <laughs> oh, it's the best. Okay. <laughs> so, when they go to accuse him, when he falls asleep at the restaurant, mm-hmm. when he's coming out of the shower and they're like accusing him of uh, sleeping with Sophia Loren I love his reactions and how he's doing things like he could have played this a million different ways but he's playing it like somebody who has a fucking hang yeah he literally is playing so it so she's yelling at him, he's like John and he's like what? Oh. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? Fuck. He's, like, stomping out of the shower, like, what? I was finally, like, trying to not yeah. be hungover. And that being said, you know, Jack Lemon did have a relationship with alcohol for majority of his life, so my man knows how to play a hangover. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. Mm. I don't get hangovers that often. I was going to say, if you've never had one, you are an anomaly, and I'd like to study why. I won't say that I never get one. I probably get one a year. Mm-hmm. And if it's a bad year, maybe two. I had one last week, but I blame it on the Red Bull because I was tired. We went out to downtown LA for this Broadway night. Thing. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I sang my little musical theater <laughs> heart out. You guys look so cute. It was Ashley knocked out. It was great. <laughs> she looks so cute up there. But I had a Red Bull and whiskey. Mm. And uh, I think that's what gave me the headache because I never drink Red Bull. Because <laughs> I'm gonna give you all the tea. New Year's Eve, I drank two bottles of champagne to myself. You get five up top for that one. And I was not. I was extremely tired going to work the next day, but was not hungover. Mm. It was just like, oh fuck, I should have slept more. Like <laughs> that was not <laughs> it. And I just drank water. You made me breakfast, and I was like happy, but like. Yeah, I don't. I don't get drunk that often, and I do feel like I'm not. A, I'm not an alcoholic, but I, your girl drinks. You toss him back. There's nothing wrong with that. Like he says, like uh, I'm a Gunderson. I can fucking mm-hmm. talk all this back. And as soon as he took that shot, like five minutes later, talking to Augusta, and I can hold my liquor and this <laughs> stuff too. too. Yeah, nah, man. He has one. He's like, get out of here, yo. Like my dad's. Probably like what their age was, and I think he could not. He knock it back as long as he don't get up. Long as he, <laughs> he good. But John didn't get up. He sat he there. Did, he didn't get up, but he went. He yeah. was out. Jack Lemon isn't nearly as big as your dad, though. That's true. He, he, he was a little man. <laughs> and uh, speaking of little men, we could talk about the late great Burgess Meredith. Okay. Also known as Pop. He's like your favorite. He is my favorite. I love him so very much, especially in this character. Oh my God. Because he's a great grandfather. He's a great father. He gives these life advice, but he does it in his own way. He still is living life every single day. He's still chasing after these girls at that booty, three man. years old. He's it's still- okay. I'm a doctor. Oh. <laughs> no, you're not. Dude. Dad is trying on his exam technique again. Like, oh, you gotta stick with what works. I mean, he, he's been that's what he's been examining people for generations. Yes, he has. And he like his oh. character is great. Um, you're right. He he does hold the glue and he does give his own advice his own way. Mm-hmm. Like I love his story and he's like, and you, you know that's it. And he's like. 
It just goes to show you. What? Huh? Goes to show you what? Well, it just goes... What the hell are you talking about? Well, you said you drink beer, you eat bacon, and you smoke cigarettes, and you outlive most of the experts. Yeah? I thought maybe there's a moral. No, there ain't no moral. I just like that story. That's all. What? Like, what's the moral? What? There's no moral. There's no moral. I just like what's that you? story. I just like that story, and, and say, I love and that. And he takes a drag of a cigarette looking out there's like, Yeah. Like that story. He does like, he, yeah, when you're at that age, like, he give you these stories. My dad tells right. me stories I've heard a million times. And he's getting older, and so when I, like, listen to him, I have to remind myself, like, one day he's not going to tell you these stupid stories that you think that are like, mm. yes, dad, I've heard this for the past, my whole life. Like, I would love to just spend a day with your dad. He's just having conversations. Well, pick a day. He's, I know. He's sitting on the couch as we speak. I'm just go over and hang out with Mr. Brace and Jeanette one of these days. You say you wanted to go fishing. You can take Does he fish? fish? Yeah, he's legit a grumpy old man who fish. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, Pops will drop pearls on that boat. He does. My dad does give some some uh, pearls. Uh, I'm sure he stuff. does. Can I give you a fun fact? Give me that fun fact. Fun fact! The fish is named after a baseball Hall of Famer. What? Mm-hmm. His name is Jim Catfish Hunter. Nice. And so that's who they... I don't know baseball, so I can't tell you nothing. I know a little bit of baseball. I don't know who Jim he, played for. He's the like, I don't I remember Jim. Jim Abbott, the one-armed he's, pitcher. The only one I know is Jim Beam, and we drinking him tonight. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Jim Bean's getting knocked out of the park. Um, but that being said, Burgess Meredith uh, plays Pops. You know, most of you might know him as Mick from Rocky. Yeah. You know, my man it has been doing this for the greater part of 70 years, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it sounds right. This was his last movie before he passed. He passed this September like- 7th, if I'm not mistaken. In like ninety seven or oh, something. September 9th. September 9th of ninety seven. Yeah, he he uh suffered from Alzheimer's, which was yeah. uh brought to his attention around the time of this movie. So, you know, obviously he isn't at his A game mm-hmm. as he was in the first one with his like quick banners and wit and his improv. Yeah. Because he was having problems remembering his lines and he had to have cue cards, which just like makes me really sad, but like not because like at the same time you see him improvising. You when do he's see in the grocery store and he's talking about, you know, why don't we go back to my place? Mm-hmm. I'll show you my cannelloni. You know? <laughs> he's so sweet. He's <laughs> a person who hangs out with a bunch of old gambling men because of my job uh-huh. it is not as endearing in real life as it is as it is in this, <laughs> this you, you gotta find the humor in those guys I, I try they're and harmless They. I mean I guess <laughs> I guess they're harmless but also you just look at them and you're like what the fuck dude <laughs> like, like less than half your age like I can't <laughs> I can't Go away. We're going to chase what's in front of us. 
Yeah, all I do is make their drinks and bring them to them, so I guess I'm mm-hmm. in front of them. Did they all give you the same line, like, boy, if I was in 20 years, you know? I get that. I get, where's my boyfriend at? I get, like, they try to be all handsy and, like, you know? Oh, hell no. no yeah, oh, I literally did it the other day. Some guy, which is not even a regular that, like, I know. Like, if I knew him, maybe I wouldn't have mm-hmm. been as, like, whatever. Slap the hand. I was taking an order, you know, when he went blah, blah, blah. And he, like, put his arm around and was, like, pulling me closer. And I, like, literally, like, pushed him away. And another guy was like, oh, girl, you better let him take his hug. He tips. He's a big tipper. I got fucking $10, bitch. Big tipper my ass. <laughs> Old man, big tips. I've had $100, $150, $200 tips. You are nothing with a fucking... <laughs> Ten dollars. You do not get to like have me sit on your lap. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Grumpy old man. That's old people though. Let me let's put five dollars in that uh, birthday card, you know, yeah. so they can go out uh, somewhere nice. <laughs> I did get ten dollars from my grandma for Christmas this year in a card, so you know. Because in their day, that's a lot of money. In my day, that's like. A tank and a, like a, yeah. a, a gallon. And, and chances gallon. are, like their kids or somebody is handling their finances, so they don't realize that money has you know depreciated Change. or whatever. You know what, Grandma? Next time, add another zero to that ten. And let's do it. That being said, <laughs> Alzheimer's is a very serious disease is. that uh, is caused by a loss of matter in your brain, yeah. and majority of that matter is cholesterol. So stop listening to these doctors. Eat your fucking eggs with your yolk in it. And you will not get Alzheimer's. All I'm saying is, when you get old, all you have is your memories. And that's like the shittiest thing to like lose. When I die, the one thing that I pray that I retain is my memories. Yeah. I have a great memory and I would hate for it to just be gone. Exactly. What is the point of life if you haven't acquired these memories to hold on to forever? I want to take my memories to heaven or to my next life or to the tree that I become Mm -hmm. or to, you know, whatever. As long as I, if if I become a grain of sand on the beach and I just get washed away day by day, as long as I have those memories with me, I'm good. You're good. good, Just the good memories. Yeah. And to get a little uh, personal, like, uh, as you know, my pops passed away. In November, while we were in Colombia, mm-hmm. the one thing that uh, I had to step away—I don't know if you noticed—but you know, when I found out, I had to step away because I didn't want to ruin everybody's good time. And I didn't know the man. You know, mm-hmm. I've met him like four times in my entire life. But when I think back to him, I wish one thing, and that is that he dies with the memories that he acquired because dude did a lot of drugs and he lost a lot of those memories through the course of his life. I hope that when he passed that he was able to regain some of that in his wherever he goes next. Mm. I got no animosity towards the man. I hope that everybody is able to keep their memories because that's really all life is. But sadly, some don't. Yeah. I want to remember sexy Sophia Loren because damn, she's fine in this movie. Bitch. She is 60 years old and good. I don't know if I'm getting older. I've always had an affinity for older women. You know this. Like, you know my list. (laughs) Is she on the list? 
she can hang out on the list. <laughs> Tina Fey stays on that list. Kyle Julianne Fett. Moore stays yeah. on that list. Penelope Cruz stays on that list. Like the list goes on. Like I don't like young girls. Maybe I'm just a grumpy old man, but I like women of a certain time. I wouldn't say you're a grumpy old man. I'm not grumpy, but damn. You're so just an old man. Dude, when she walks into that bar in that red dress, mm. my goodness, and Johnny Cash is playing the Ring of Fire, and you know that the Ring of Fire is about love and it's not about the devil. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, we're moving on to Sofia Loren. Named Maria Sofia Coleta Reggetti. I thought you were like, I definitely did not. I was like, I'm not writing off her shit. AKA Holy Moly. Holy <laughs> the town. AKA Beware, the devil is a beautiful woman in a red dress. I mean, kinda. She, AKA, was, she was coming there. But nag. <laughs> nag, yes. Nag. <laughs> so, uh, Sofia Loren, if you don't know who she is, you better ask somebody. You better ask somebody. She is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This would have to be the first thing I I can remember seeing her in. Okay. But I mean, like, it was not the last, obviously. No, no, and definitely And once I, not. like, realized who she was, I watched a bunch of her movies. Like okay. Houseboat. Nice. Which I literally just watched yesterday because I was writing all this shit about her. And I was like, I haven't watched that in a long time. She's super young and fucking... Sexy as Cary Grant. It's funny. But Sophia has been acting from the age of 15. Mm-hmm. And she got small parts in like Italian movies and such like that. But her mom sent her to Rome to live with some family members that she didn't even fucking know, really. Dude. You know, she kind of like knew who they were. But her mom was like, well, if you gonna make a go of this, then go. You got to move to the big city. Go stay with your auntie. And, you know... Do what you're going to do. Get your acting on. Get your modeling on. Because she is so gorgeous. That, She's like, stunning. Being a model yeah. is like... Sex symbol of the 60s. Yeah. You know. She's definitely a sex symbol of the 60s. She's the exotic Italian woman mm-hmm. with the gorgeous eyes and amazing body. And As was Anne-Margaret. Can't knock her Oh, no. She know, also was a sex That was... The she was more of like, like the apple pie American mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. And but both of them. Beautiful. But Sophia was more of like the... The slut. That's what I was. Mean. <laughs> Which like she calls herself. Yeah. You do sort of stand out in a town like this. I don't usually dress like this. What? You look very nice. I look like a, a slut. But a nice slut. Yeah. But you, well, you look very nice. I look like it's a slut. A nice, nice slut. <laughs> yeah, I like she's so sweet. Why you be so nice to me? I know, you are such a nice slut. I know what it's like to be the new girl in town. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Um, and so the family that she lived with in Rome really only kind of gave her room and board mm-hmm. and, you know, some food and shit. And she, that was all she really got from them, which sure. is pretty which much is, all she needed. Yeah. Um, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. And so she met a bunch of people. And she started to know people, and people would call her and be like, hey, we need some extra work. Come come through. Mm-hmm. We need some extra work. And that's pretty much kind of how she got her foot in the door. She married Carlo uh, Ponti. You got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, in 1957. And he was like 15 or 20 years older than her like he was really much older than her um her father left her 
and her mom and, and her sister when she was really young. And she only met him like three times. So she kind of like saw a father figure in this man. And they had two sons. Carlos Jr. He is an orchestra conductor. I'm sorry. Did you say Carlos Jr.? <laughs> Carlo? I heard Carlos Jr. Maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> Should I door down some... some, some? Carl, Carlo Jr.? I will not deny some DoorDash Carl Jr. I mean, right uh, okay, okay, we'll talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah, so, um... See, the second I misbehave... There she shows. Give me that look. I will not eat the fries. I'll eat them. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so he is a big orchestra leader and composer, I believe. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But her other son... <laughs> Eduardo Ashley taking a shower uh, he's the director okay and he actually just directed her in a movie called The Life Ahead that came out in 2020 I love that uh, it's an Italian movie I saw the trailer and it definitely is something that I'm about to watch I believe it's a Netflix movie Italian cinema's good yeah oh, I mean I took film history and we watched so many Italian movies and some with her in it but in this movie, her son, her youngest son, directs her. It's about, like, a lady who, like, owns a daycare, and she takes in, like, this really young black kid who's, like, mom died or something. Mm. And it looks really good, and, like, I'm definitely, it's on my, like, watch list. Okay. So, I'll report back on that one, but she she's older, even older than what we see her in this movie, mm-hmm. and she is giving it. Like, Dude, she's... She's giving it. At 60 years old, like, she is stunning. She, yeah. She looks great. To the point where her. she might be 20-something odd years older than me, 25 years older than me. If I wasn't with Ashley, I would absolutely hit Do on you her. trying to be that sugar baby? Absolutely. If I met <laughs> Sophia, even if she was not Sophia Loren, if Sophia Loren was an ordinary person at the bar and I was not with Ashley... I would spark up a conversation because she is beautiful. You hear that, Smash? Oh, she, she don't hear nothing. She ain't here. She in the shower. She ain't here. You're going to have to listen to that episode to find out, baby. Uh huh. Got him. So, uh, and it's not just the way she looks, it's her poise, it's the way she presents she herself. Is very much a classy lady. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm a classic man. I love classic women. And she is like one of those ladies who doesn't like to be pampered in certain ways so she does her own hair and nails does she really? Mm-hmm. good for her and you know she was more of the like raising her kids but also you know doing her movies mm-hmm. when she can she is an Academy Award winter mm-hmm. for uh, two women which is okay. an amazing movie and she does a great job in it she is the first uh, woman to win of like from Italy, an Academy Award, like a foreigner winning. Okay. So, like, she was breaking barriers back in the day. That yeah. was like in the, the 60s, I believe. But I love her. If you don't know Leaving who she is. Leaving footprints where people can pave roads now. Yeah. And it, it, you don't know who she is. Look her up. She's gorgeous. She is so talented. She sings, she dances, mm-hmm. she acts. And, and not only is she just gorgeous gorgeous but she is so talented that like yeah and when we say gorgeous people we're not talking about the way she looks yeah she fine she fine but when you see that type of woman it's like oh my goodness you are 
picturesque in your presentation. She got that swag, bitch. Mm-hmm. Something that, you know, you can't learn. Women watch her walk by. Like, you saw how she was walking to the grocery store and all the fools mm-hmm. were like... Yeah. You know, Plus, where you looking? I've been looking for you all day. What's up? That! Yeah. Meanwhile, homeboy's dropping Drop all the can in front of his wife, <laughs> and she's is... just bouncing on by. And you know what? At sixty years old, she's bouncing. Yeah. That dress is bouncing. I pray. Can we bring back sundresses, please? I wear sundresses all the summer long. Sorry. Right. Can we bring back sundresses, please? I'm looking at the camera now. He don't. Wanna, he don't want to see me in no sundress, but you know. I celebrate sundresses no matter who's wearing them. <laughs> no matter. Large, Mar- Large Marsh can wear a sundress. Your face, you were so serious. <laughs> <laughs> sundresses are a beautiful thing. He does not discriminate on sundresses of any kind no. on anybody. Because I know, I'm not saying that I've worn a sundress, but I will say I know what a sundress makes a person feel when they put it on. It's comfy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's airy. It's airy. <laughs> all, all the ventilations go in and all the spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big dress person. So. Love it. Can I give you some fun? I don't have any more. You got any on Sophia? On Sophia? No. I just love her in this character. For those of you who don't know, he, she is uh, Spaghetti Rigetti's cousin. and She's not fat. She's not no. hairy. She comes into town because she bought Chuck's bait shop. Did Chuck die? Chuck died in part one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's only been since In his sleep. Lucky bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's so okay. Sophia moves to Wabasha with her mom, who brings the vino, the vino rosso, you know, that she crushed with her own feet back in Italy. It's like, so you say it smells like your mama's feet? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And she comes and takes over Chuck's bait shop to open an Italian restaurant, uh, which is where this whole thing starts. Because Max and John have been parking their boats outside of that bait shop since they were five years old. I mean, but, yeah. And now she wants to turn it into a restaurant and no longer sell bait and no longer allow them to park their boats out there. I mean, it creates conflict. Look, I think that you should grandfather them in. Mm-hmm. Literally, somebody has been parking here since before I was born. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, bitch, these are your two sabbats. I'll put a little. They got like five years left. Yeah, before and they'll die. And I'll still have my restaurant, and I'll put a little plaque up in the restaurant like these fools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, absolutely, I don't think I would stop them from doing it. Like everybody, no, you two are the ones who complained. Yeah. yeah. So when does the bait shop open? A bait shop? Yeah, that's what we call it here in Minnesota. What's a bait? What shop? do you call it? Uh, Restaurante. See, si, restaurante. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you're gonna tune Chucks into a restaurant? See, si. si. I mean that's way better. This would be a great success. It's way better than a bait shop. I don't <laughs> want a bait shop. I love Italian food. And but I when would... you take a restaurant with bait available next to the lake, yeah, that sounds like my dad would go there a lot. And I mean, if they got man-sized manicotti's, I'm thinking. <laughs> Manicotti is like one of my favorite dishes, Italian dishes. I'll show you my man-sized manicotti. And if those are on the menu, I'm there. I have been to Hawaii. You have? Which island? (laughs) You want a peek-a-pee-pee? You want a peek-a-pee-pee? A A little kapaka-pokey? A little wanalea? Come on, I (laughs) wanalea. Oh, my God. Alzheimer's and all, killing it. Can we give a little spotlight on Anne Margaret before we move on? 
Sure. You know, Anne-Margaret Pays, Ariel Trudeau, Gustafson, Gustafson, she is now Gustafson, they've she been is. married for six months, mm-hmm. and she, you know, is fantastic, she's always the peacemaker, she's mm-hmm. always the artist at heart, she wants everybody to be happy, she, she wants John to apologize and stop this stupid feud with Max, I mean, she can't, she, she wants to welcome John. Sophia to the neighborhood, the more the merrier, she wants some women around, you know what I mean? Okay, one... I know nothing about Minnesota, but I'm pretty sure that Maria's like the coolest person other than Ariel. There was no cool people before Ariel. Yeah, before her. And after her, the then Sophia, you know, so invite as, some cool in. Yeah, so like as a, you know, cool Berkeley, California professor, she was just like, I need some like something, some mm-hmm. culture, some something in some my life. flavor. And if you're going to date my husband's best friend. That means that we gonna be neighbors exactly. and we gonna be friends. I'm down for that. Exactly. She she saw the big picture. And yeah. She, she was trying to book herself a best friend, right? not necessarily. And she was cool <laughs> about it. Like she understands that John has his ways and Max has his ways, and she like kind of finesses them until they cross the line and they start this fucking feud up all over again. She packs and her they shit. break her sculpture. Yeah, break don't, her sculpture. Don't fuck with Ariel's art. As a person, she straight up says, that's it, I'm done. As a person who now kind of sees himself as an artist, I am not a sculptor. I've but always I, seen you as an artist. But like a painter. like uh, An artist is an artist. Is district, an artist. district, district. But I'm talking about like... <laughs> I like the way you did that. <laughs> I'm talking about like, you know, actually making something from scratch. Mm-hmm. And if I painted this painting and it like, you let your dog come here and rip it up, I would be so pissed as mm-hmm. well. I would pack my shit too. Like, I'm out of here. You guys fix this shit. Because I'm not coming back here until Absolutely. this is like, done. No, I agree. 100%. Yeah. As an artist myself. Yes. Because yeah. an art- you are an artist. We yeah. are. So I mean, yeah. my hard drive. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry. So I shouldn't pour this drink on it? No. Okay. Do me a favor. <laughs> that being said, I got backups. But, you know, <laughs> each one of those is like 400 bucks. So. Please, let's not. Okay. Yeah, I so love her. That's Miss Anne Margaret, also a very big sex symbol of the '60s. We love she her. Was. We celebrate her. Bye bye She's Bernie, fantastic. Bitch. I love her. Please, yeah. please listen to the first episode because yeah. we talk so then much in depth, in depth about all of these people that we except for we talked about Daryl Hannah. We talked yeah. about Kevin Pollock yeah. in that one. Mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. some fun little things in here. The only person we don't talk about is Anne Morgan Gilbert. Yes. who does play Mama Francesca Reggetti and she I think she's fantastic person. and she does a great job in this one the, yeah only six years older than Sophia Loren yeah yeah she's playing her mom she does a lot of you guys might know her from the nanny playing the grandmother mm-hmm. uh, she has just been in TV since the beginning of TV being in shows like Dick Van Dyke and stuff I Dream, I Dream a Genie all of these Nick and Night shows, she was in them. So, Mm -hmm. like, give her her dues. I did not find much fun facts on her, if any. Uh, I thought I would with a career as... The fun fact is quoting her in this movie. You should have let me whack him. She is the best. (laughs) I like where he's like... He's alive. (laughs) I like where he's like, so you're going to wear a hairnet when you, like, cook? And she just, like, goes... Oh, hell no. (laughs) She's like, Mom, just just say yes, man. Stop. (laughs) Shush. I, like, love it. All right, y'all. I'm not going to take responsibility, but it's definitely my fault. <laughs> I don't know who did Something it. Something went wrong. We lost a good 
45 minutes of footage, but we're going to end this thing uh, with a scene for next week's movie. We're going into Black History Month. Black people! <laughs> I'm very excited for this movie. I haven't seen this movie in 20 some odd years. I can't believe that. It's Ashley has never seen this movie. I also and I'm very excited to show it to her. I'm vi- I'm glad I picked it then. <laughs> so we're gonna dive into this. Fast forward. We missed a little bit of Z for the people, which makes me very sad because it was a beautiful Do you wanna do it again? You I will I feel like I'm gonna add it to another one. Okay, we'll add it to another one because it's a beautiful charity really that we cool really charity. do. You know, you you got me on that one. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Okay. <sighs> I'm sorry, sis. I I imagine you. you you came to me and you said podcast and I've been happy ever since. So absolutely, we I, do this because we love it and because we love you know each other. Absolutely, I love you. And I get all together. You know, it's fine. All right, so we're gonna dive into this new scene. I'm very excited to do it. Let me get into character because this is a interesting character to play. I almost want to put on some pimp daddy glasses, but that's all right. Where's your like porn stage? <laughs> Give me a couple days. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. All right. Here is a scene for the first episode in February. <clears throat> hold on, hold on, hold on. She cost me seven hundred thousand dollars already. You know, you know uh, what I got left. I got, uh, I got, uh, I got some clothes. Uh, I, I got some jewelry. Uh, all my other money is tied up investments. You know, I, I ain't got nothing else. Your Honor, in order to expedite this matter, my client would like to amend her petition of divorce, revoking any financial claims. I want you to be very sure about this, ma'am. This means you will be walking out of here with nothing. Except my name. I'll give up all that other stuff. Except my name. I'll keep my name. I work too hard for it, Your Honor. Oh, the name stays here, Your Honor. My, my, that's my daddy's name. My daddy's blood is on that name. Now, if she want to go, she can go. But the name, the name, the name stays at home. <laughs> With the pimp daddy. <laughs> Put a stamp on it. <laughs> okay. We All did right. it. We did it. We redid it. Take we two, baby. <laughs> oh. All right, y'all. That is uh, our scene for next week. Yep. This has been another episode of Lights, Camera, Cocktails, Cocktails. with Grumpy Old Ben. I'm sorry that I'm a grumpy-ass old man and I fucked up and didn't press the record button properly. I definitely pressed it, though. You know what? I don't think you pressed it, but (laughs) I'm not mad. You know what's crazy? We can look at tape. I know. There is footage of There's footage of whether I pressed the button or not, so we're going to find out. Playback, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right, We will see you in February. Senorita. <laughs> Senorita. <laughs>